There's carrots on that. Yeah, yeah there's fucking carrots, bro. Is that an awfully from, odd choice? Did you get that from the Carrot Top website? Is that from his like no. kind of apparel? No. no, I wish that'd be fucking <laughs> sweet. Yeah. That is a great merch idea, dude. That'd that is incredible. a wonderful merch, especially for somebody like Carrot Top who takes like somehow non sequitur visual items and the carrot. It's it's a carrot top. Oh, never mind. And he just throws it away. <laughs> and then you go buy it for nineteen ninety five at the uh, front desk. I saw no, I didn't think of that, but uh, I think I'm going to tell people that now when I wear it. So people are like, what the, what's, up with, what's up with the hat? It's a uh, carrot top, carrot top merchandise. I have terrible uh, taste in comedy and hats. Yeah, I, got a sh- <laughs> I saw them at McGooby's. Uh, it was fucking, it was a riot. Yeah, I, I saw it. There was a great TikTok about why he quit working out. Uh, he Well, first he explained why he started working out. And it had to do with basically um living in vegas and trying not to be on the party scene just trying to focus focus on his like his stage presence but in the downtime he's like oh start working out before you know it you get jacked and he's like god it just takes away from the funny you know it's like eh, trying to think of some other you know like any i'm not gonna i'm not gonna come up with a parallel on this but it was interesting there's someone be like no it took away from me being funny so i just i just run now i don't care tops look at me Well, yeah, I mean, even Rogan talks about that because Rogan, I mean, he's getting older now, but like he was like super jacked and he's like, watch any of my specials. I wear oversized baggy clothes because otherwise you, you don't want to look at a guy whose body you might be jealous of because then you just instantly have like turned him off. Well, this guy, I can't, this guy can't be charming because he's better than me. Yeah. Comedians have to be ugly. Yeah. That's, that's like a fat, yeah. That's don't nice. really feel like Carrot Top was ruining uh, the ugly factor by just simply being jacked. I mean, having no, like- he, just, he was he already fucking looked weird and he made himself look like an alien when he got jacked. Yeah. Like and then he did a lot of fucking facial plastic surgery that really just did him no did him zero favors. I don't know if um, I buy this, though, that, that all comedians have to be ugly or something. Yeah. I think it's changing now, but I think it, it was a time yeah. at least the philosophy from the comedian standpoint was like, I need to have these people look at me as less than them so that when I do anything, it'll be more, they'll be instantly impressed because how could this schlub come up with anything clever? And then they do and they wow you. And so you've, you've lowered your standards for the audience. It's like, um, it's like, uh, all right. So I don't think the guy's necessarily that attractive, but I know that women find him attractive and people find him funny. John Mulaney. And like I listen to the guy's stuff and I'm like, that would be funny if it wasn't coming out of your face. Uh, <laughs> so and there's nothing against him. He's great. He's great. He's a great writer. He, he's got his hand in a bunch of sitcoms and cartoons and shit that I love and I watch. And he's funny. He's a funny dude. I'm just like, mm, eh, I could I could leave it. You know what, though? He's funnier now that I know he was like plagued by a nasty cocaine habit for all those years. That's like fair. now that I now that I know he was like like morally and just damaged. Just yeah, ev- ev- everything about him. I'm like, this is even more funny because I know it's coming from a very dark place. Yeah. But having all the good ones really been in a place like that at some point in time. Not yeah. necessarily cocaine, but yeah, I, I feel you on that. There's another yeah. guy too. Um, I don't know. Some fucking it- Italian. It's got a long Italian name too. I don't fucking know what it is. Sebastian something or other. Yeah, Melascano. Me- so uh, yeah, that guy. Fucking, I think he's a handsome man. 
not funny. It's not funny to me. Well, okay. Well, he's not funny to me, one, because he's just not fucking funny. Uh, but two, he's handsome. It comes out of that fucking, that, that thing. And I'm like, mm, nah. All right. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, what about him? He was a handsome guy. Really handsome. Yeah, he, was a, he was a really handsome guy. You're absolutely right. I, I, got, he, I got no argument for that. He's he instantly, he instantly <laughs> presented himself, though, as like, I don't know. I don't want to say gangster or urban yeah. or something, but he instantly came at you with like this thuggishness in a way yeah. that, that just kind of like it, it put it off. I don't know. I mean, shit, the guy going out there in a fucking leather jumpsuit That's twice. Fair. Fucking blown out of his face on cocaine. No. So high. Make sure, uh, make sure you get just that pump, that juice. You know? fucking, there was there was holes in sinuses, like other hole, new holes were starting. That's, fucking, that's how you is, can that's how you can ignore being in a leather jumpsuit with you know, right, thousand watt, thousands upon thousands of watts on you. Yeah. And, yeah, and make it through an hour and kill it. Yeah, absolutely murdered it actually twice. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> sure. I got to think that there's more. Like I understand what you're saying. I just don't think it's. All when you say all of them, you know, Not all, but yeah, I think he's right. Like the, the two people I just mentioned, I think like Murr had mentioned earlier, they present this kind of comedy that's a little bit uh, holier than that, or like above you or above the, their audience sometimes. And you're just like, mm, I don't know if I like it. I don't know. If, Eddie Murphy, he really didn't, he was slumming it, you know. Okay. We're talking, and then, we're talking about, about getting African bush bitches and fucking making fun of <laughs> making fun of Mike Tyson and shit. Like, yeah. Damon Wayans did that too. It's really funny. Did, well, not his best comedy, like his stand up uh, recorded special. Because I don't know. I don't remember the name of the one where he makes fun of OJ. That's his best. That's still an all time great. Well, and think about Rodney Dangerfield. Like, he could have worn a regular fitted suit and tie, but instead he wore like a baggy suit with a fucking fat tie that was always undone. Ooh. Ooh. Also, it had, it had, Rodney Dangerfield had nothing to do with the fact that the man was hideous. Right. Uh, it was definitely the gigantic suit. <laughs> but you would think so, somebody Just like that would try to plus it up, though. You know, like if you if you look like uh, like a bulldog, then maybe, you know, you, you gussy up and rare real suit, but he didn't do that. But see here, I think the thing is, and then we get into the material aspect of it. Like we said, so like John Mulaney seems arrogant to me. His material seems arrogant to me. Eddie Murphy, slumming it. Fucking Roddy Dangerfield, self-deprecating. That guy just shit on himself all day. It was like, sweet. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Don, Don Rickles was in that boat too. He only looked weird because how he dressed. There. I don't know yeah. if that's true. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't I know. I mean, if, if we're going that route with Rodney Dangerfield, then we're giving it to Rickles. Yeah. I, I just don't think there's any clothing of any style, shape, make, or model that could have made that man handsome no, in any capacity. Yeah. Carlin looked like he was bumming money off the you know the three train in Harlem all the, all the time, uh, and he used to do, later on. He was always in all black. Um, yeah, I get it. You know, Pryor wasn't Pryor was an ugly man, but he certainly wasn't uh, hyper attractive. Chris Rock, a little skinny on the skinny side. Yeah. But see, they did him up. He was he was kind of like, you know, when he did. Uh, uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. Um, he certainly looked a little, little, little silly in that. And then I think by that time, Hollywood had Hollywood him had Hollywooded him a little bit. I mean, he had, he had already done SNL. You know, Wesley, Wesley, Wesley. It's called money. 
He got some money. He got, and money. He got, he got his teeth fixed. Yeah, he, I was going to say, that's what it was. It was his teeth. I understand. I understand. That's you put, you put me in a corner, damn it. I know what he did. Yeah. I'm I'm saying, by and large, ugly comedians are funnier. All right. Let's just let's just stop. Let's just cut it there. Hollywood wooded him. All right. Hollywood wooded him. Mm, that makes sense. <laughs> that checks out. Middle Go class roles, everyone. Three very attractive men who will never make it in the stand-up comedy world. I'll tell you that right now. Woo! Murr, Foxman. I should try it once. Open mic nights. They got a few around here. Yeah, I'd give it a whirl. Yeah. Up at I got, I got, I've, I've got some bits that I've written down. I've, I, I, if I really crafted them out, I could get you a, I could get you a hard five. Yeah. <laughs> I'd fucking do that. Give me a couple G&Ts. We'll be fucking good to go. Go ahead, Wes. Tell your penis joke. <laughs> yeah, do it. On, hard hey. five on stage and in the bedroom. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we 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 bled into this with Alan's fucking carrot top hat. What were you gonna say, Murr? You had something. You had some sort well, of substance. I know. Every time I every time I have something, we completely derail it, and then I have to somehow try to like dig my way back into it, you know. Uh, but speaking of do overs, <laughs> no way to jump in. There's no way to jump into this, except for I was listening. I work, you know, when you're in a profession and like now i'm in my 40s you know you got people that are just starting their careers and they're in their 20s and i heard these guys talking about uh you know talking about school and everything god damn it there's no way to fucking start this there's no way they're talking about uh, education they're talking about college right (laughs) no they where you learn how to make carrots <laughs> Bottom line is this: we were going back and forth, and they were like, "Well, it was your GPA." And I was like, "I don't know, man. It was like, I, and I don't, I don't even remember anymore. I want to say it was either somewhere like two six to three four, but it wasn't three four because that's a B average. I was at the what's the lowest B average you can have? Like by the by the decimal point, what's the lowest? Two six. Okay, then it was two six. So I got a two six. You're like, you seem smarter than that. I was like, I am smarter than that. It's just I it's can't spell. that and i was like and but my problem was i couldn't spell i couldn't spell for shit so every paper i turned in it always got marked down i was like any any writing assignment i did i was guaranteed to be because words were just going to be incorrect like why don't you spell check it i was like because spell check didn't exist fucko fucking idiot (laughs) like what do you mean you type out a paper and the lines pop up i'm like we didn't type papers we hand wrote all of our papers when i was in high school because we didn't have that technology yet and this was dumbfounding them because they never had to go through the struggle of getting marked down you've got the content the the you know what i mean like you could just read past the fact that i mixed my e's my eyes up and i put a couple things backwards or i don't know how to spell soliloquy but i gave it my goddamnedest and you know what i mean but so i want to do over i would like to go back and have all of my papers regraded and adjust my GPA accordingly because I can guarantee you I would bump that 2-6 up to a 3-6 just, just like that. Two, a 3-6? That's fucking steep. I, I swear to you. Give, give I swear three. what happened. Give you like a 3. I, I, two, I, think, I think you can do a 4-0. Here's what I was going to ask. If you, you get a do-over, okay? But you got to compete in pole vault at the high school level. Well, pause, 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 pause. Can we pause real quick? Yeah. I mean, I'm still hung up on this. 
three six is a big jump. That's a, that's a real big jump. Like if you're saying that spelling is what kept you back, is what get, what provided you the two six. I don't believe it because there's way much more to spelling to get you up to that three six. Spelling okay. didn't didn't railroad you a whole fucking. Yeah. No, but what? I, okay, Alan, check this out though. What I'm saying is, if I had an A paper, yeah, I was already. Even without turning it in, I knew it was a B because I knew words were going to be spelled wrong and I didn't have time to go through dictionaries and, and, and check my shit. So you, then you were getting C's. So I was getting C's on things that could have been B's and I was getting D's on things that could have been potentially B's if they could have just overlooked a few of those uh, minor, what I call minor mistakes. Because again, they weren't looking at the content of my character, as a great man once said. It's fair. They were looking at the color of my words. So you yeah. were, not only were you misspelling things in English, you were misspelling things in like uh, chemistry, but also getting all the math and everything else wrong in chemistry as well. OK. All right. Well, you were like chlorine K L. <laughs> <laughs> think about the emotional emotional damage that I'm taking into all these other classes, though, knowing <laughs> I'm getting no, I'm I, you can mock me all you want. But knowing that, like, I applied myself. I applied A plus work to a writing assignment, but I got a B plus back because of something insignificant. So then I'm just walking around like, well, I'm never going to do any better anyway. So, so fuck it. But you're right. Chemistry, I would have failed because I had your brother sitting next to me and we were just looking at uh, skateboard magazines with like. Well, pause. If you had Dewey next to you at any given point in time, you could just ask him to spell check your shit. No, not really. Because Dewey, me and Dewey were rowing that same boat at that time, buddy. Yeah, Dewey could spell, but didn't give a fuck about anything else. <laughs> well, I'm just saying he could have helped the kid who can't spell out. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know the classes. Murr apparently had English at the first period all through high school and it put him in a shit yeah. about the, the, the rest of the day. Uh, it was poor spelling. I guess <laughs> yeah. it would put you in a bad mood if you walked in and you're like, set this spelled tone, really man. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a B soliloquies in this one. (laughs) Hold on. Check this out, though. I'm also I mean, I'm not so dyslexic that I can't read, but I can't read at any kind of speed. You your phone, your phone reads to you. Every book that's ever been published is now on Audible. You just go and you can just download it. And so imagine if I, I had technology now to apply to my educational career, you know, 25 years ago now. So what I'm saying is very are you my, actually dyslexic? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. My so my grades should be weighted differently, and I, think about how the trajectory of my life would have changed dramatically if I had to do my education through the same standard of these uh these young yeah. up and comers. I mean that's fair. Yeah, I will get you. Uh, now that I know that that like I didn't know you were dyslexic, like I legitimately. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I learned. Why? This. Why would you know that? You don't have to feel bad for me. I've done okay. No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I didn't. Now, now I've, I can stop jonesing on you for just not picking up a dictionary like a regular person, and fucking learning how to spell something. <laughs> so it, it doesn't necessarily have to do with the fact that you wanted to do over just so leading up to this conversation, 25 years after you graduated from high school, that you could tell these guys that you now work with, hey, I got a three five. You want you're saying your life trajectory would have been different drastically. You should have been like, if I had spell check, I would have got three five, and they'd have been like, "Fuck off." You should have said it's weighted. <laughs> I looked it up. It's weighted. I can put it now. 
and they've they it, you know it, they, they've waited them. I, I'll show you the website. I mean, I know we want each generation's life to get slightly easier than the generation before it. I'm okay with that. But I mean, everybody gets to go to college now. Everybody, like I came from the last generation, you had to earn it. Like they weren't just handing out student loans. They're like, yeah, we could give you a student loan if it was worth you putting the effort in for it. But that's not worth it for you. Uh, nah, <laughs> they were like, here, take this money. We got you, motherfucker. Now, now Mar- <laughs> after after I had gotten out of college, where you can just flat out say, no, I don't want you to tell this story because I because I have word from a source that you got pretty bent out of shape about it. But I was subbing at our alma mater after I got out of college. Mer, do you know where this is going? Nah, not yet. Okay, I ran. I ran into a teacher that. Oh, charisma. That's correct. This guy, pretty much everyone that went through this high school had him. Okay, it, it, if you if you went to, if you were, went to Perryville High School at some point between I don't know the fucking early seventies to the early two thousands and the mid two thousands, you had him. It just it, it, it was a rite of yeah. passage. We had like we had like eight of those. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I know. Uh, he was asking about, you know, how, how I was doing, what, you know, how the job hunt was going. I was like, it's great. I'm subbing. You know, things are really looking up here. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he was asking about, uh, you know, who I who I was hanging out with and, you know, anyone that he remembered. And I read off a few names. And I said, oh, yeah, he didn't go. To, he was a uh, he graduated the year I got into school. So I didn't go to school with him. But do you remember Andrew Murray? He's like, yeah, Murr, Murr's a, guy was a, he was a troubled youth, wasn't he? That's a great fucking usage. Like he, that was so professional. That's the kind of fucking term you put on paperwork for schools that you show to like DCS. You know what I mean? Like that's troubled youth. Yeah, that's the type. That's the type of that's the type of teacher that comes out of the woodwork if you like get a D, DUI or something. It's like, yeah, he was a troubled youth. I, uh, I, I'm not surprised he ran over that entire parade of elderly women. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Red hats. The okay, Lions, check. Lions Club were doing a marching band celebration for America, and uh, yeah, this guy just smashed them right, right through, right through the windows. In, in okay, I, before I get to his teaching style, uh, in his class, I was put all the way in the back, right next to. Okay, I don't want to mention names. I won't, and I won't do like I did uh, the, the last time we had conversations about people with names. But uh, they ended up becoming a state police officer. Classic high school bully turns into a police officer. Sat back next to him and the kid who liked to drop acid in the morning. And those two sat right next to me. And I, you know what I mean? So I had these two jawing off at each other. In fact, they got into three fights in one semester in his class. I'm in the back. Meanwhile, this guy's up there like fucking like Charlie Chaplin just got into the uh, the soundies like, oh, first you get arrested, then you go to jail, then you call your lawyer, get out on bail, fucking doing some fucking Broadway musical to teach fucking civics. So, yes, his is the only class I failed. Everybody else who apparently has working brains. Oh, oh Mr. Christmas was the greatest man that ever lived. He used to sing song and dance and do show tunes to the fucking fuck that guy. I, I I thought he was a decent guy, but if he thought I was a troubled youth, then why did he not at any point like pull me aside after class one day and be like, hey, bud, you all right? And I'd been like, no, I think you need to get me away from Chad and the Bradley and uh, maybe put me in the front of the class. And that way I don't have to hear him talk about LSD and him talk about punching his teeth down his throat 
while you do show tunes. That'd be great. Great. That'd be swell. Yeah, mm. it sounds pretty fucking awful. When did you graduate high school, Mer? 97. Yeah, so I was going to say, I, that story sounded somewhat like stories I've heard my brothers tell. And all it really taught me was that high school in the 90s was wild. Like, it, it really was like the last fucking generation, that last decade of high school for American youth that wasn't like fucking the the beginnings of Facebook and like mm-hmm. like mayhem. I'd say <laughs> like a just a shade over half of my my high school career was in the 90s. Do you know, take yeah. that for what it's worth. No, it's uh yeah. <laughs> Ke- Kelly started in like 98. And I was and I'm and I'm always like, ah, you old as shit. Yeah. Well, check check this out. I'm so old that the OJ that we stopped class to watch the OJ Simpson verdict. Damn. Yeah, we I, don't think we did, I don't think we did that one. Yeah, they wheeled out of television in middle school for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not yeah. exactly the age group you should be doing that with. I also yeah. I also had a uh, I had a one arm was was Olf Grabowski still there when uh you were oh, going yeah, there? He was there. Sure. Oh uh, Olf Grabowski. A lot of rumors, uh, none which he squashed about how he lost his arm. Uh, he was a German man that was, you know, around that age. And he didn't, he was very argumentative with the class. And I believe the only reason he was allowed to be a German teacher is because he was actually German and once lived in the country and spoke fluently. I don't think there was any teacher credentials with that guy. <laughs> yeah, you speak German and English bilingual? How well? Uh, good enough. Yeah, okay, good for us. Get in here. Sign in here. Schnitzel. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the team. So you want to be able to do it all over again, uh, kind of a la Rodney Dangerfield style, and uh, and back to school. Prove that you could get a three. I mean, yeah, I like I. I have no doubts that you could get a four zero or or higher. Oh, now I could. Now, if you took this guy and put him in that class, and yeah, I'd fucking seeing- I'd. You're saying that kid in today's technology. Yes. Okay. Then I would have, I would have, I would have excelled much more than I did. I don't know, man. You just would have, would have found more ways to dick off. Be troubled youth. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I feel like. I feel yeah. like you might not be wrong, but we'll never know. And I think that's the first thing I'm struggling with. Look, man, I, I consider myself a pretty intelligent guy and I did all right. I was like, I think like three, three or some shit, but. Either way, like, you know what? How much work, like, how much not cool you have to be to fucking get a four point out in at in college in fucking high school, what anything? I have like, a three, like a three you seven. Have to, you have to fucking yeah, and he kind of sucked. Like, <laughs> you see, like, and he didn't even get there. <laughs> like, yeah, so. being being smart and getting good grades is fucking dumb. Hey, I got I'm smart and I got good grades. That's <laughs> fine with me. This shit's uh, corny. I'm just saying, like, look at think about all the people you know that got 4.0s. Yeah. Hey, what's going on with that? Do you want to hang out with them? The one's coming up in a bit here in a minute. Oh, that guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's, he's, all right. he's all right, I guess. <laughs> I'll tell you what, our legal counsel, it might be the most impressive friend we have. That's considering counsel friend is like that too, surprisingly. So (laughs) I like it. It's good. Considering his accomplishments. And I I always think about this, like, wait, he was there doing, he was there fucking up and doing shit with me. Mm -hmm. How did he, how did he do that too? 
All types like of he, crazy shit. It's like he fucking has like his brain, like you know, like because people like they they have like the left side and the right side, and they're completely like uh disconnected from each other. It's mm-hmm. like he was running a separate program while his other yeah. operating system was working. Yeah, man, it's it's absolutely wild. Like like mine got shit faced and crowd surfed at Ozfest and lost his wallet, and we almost got stranded in Virginia, and now he's him. Yeah. Now he does. Now he does legal stuff. And I like how you say mine is in like he's mine. That's yeah, he's, he's my mine. personal, my personal one. Yeah, it's <laughs> just me. No, it's he's our our cruise. Actually, he's got a stable of basically free legal work that he's got to give out. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, but like hey, you guys, right? Yeah, he's got yeah. you got one too. And all of our listeners coming up next here on the middle class holes, we got our legal counsel asking for a friend. Stick around. Like a warm, creamy chutney. Get ready for another spoonful of the middle class holes. Welcome back to the middle class holes, Murr, Allen, and Foxman. Folks, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute, and hot minutes are sliding scale, so that means I don't know actually how long it's been since we've had our legal counsel on from the Big Apple, and he's not a fan of him, but home of the first place by a long shot. New York Yankees, Mr. Adam Calvert. Adam, thank you for joining us. And uh, hey, do, 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 have you caught any O's lately? Have you caught any of the? Have you caught any of the magic? I am like uh, kind of ready. I'm ready. I mean, uh, I, you know, nice, nice stretch. I mean, um, a nice yeah, stretch. Uh, Nine yeah. games. That's a little yeah. more than a stretch. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Is it ten. ten now? Yeah, it's ten. Holy shit! Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's such a loaded division. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. You're gonna have to play perfect. Well, you realize if we come in third place in the AL East, we we make the wild card. We might make that wild card. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Anywho, enough about baseball and uh, America's pastime and blah, 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 blah. Adam, we got you on for a very specific reason. We hit you with some articles and we want to know your advice or how you handle things or how things may play out for these assholes who found wound up in these wild predicaments. Murr, take it away with some of these stories. Let's get to it. Asking for a friend. Now, I know you've uh, already perused most of these articles, but just to rehash some of the stuff that we've actually talked about on the show. Um, there's a Walmart out in Tucson, Arizona who has been arresting shoppers for making mistakes at the self-checkout registers. Um, I'm not going to go through all of the stories, but there's some people who seem to think that they just made honest mistakes, yet then they're being taken into the dark shadows of the underbelly of a Walmart, only to wait for a sheriff's department to come and either arrest them or give them a citation, at the very least, send them off to a nice fancy-dancy court date. Um, is, what are the rules? What's considered shoplifting? Uh, can there be negligence? Is this um, an opportunity to open up a whole new can of worms for some of these establishments that don't have actual employees? Because I'm not a trained register technician. So what if I do make a mistake? Should I be held accountable to the full extent of the law? Yeah, you know, I, this was kind of interesting to me because I just assumed, you know, this happens all the time, right? I mean, in the self-checkout and uh, – you would think uh, like a quarter of the population would have been arrested for this by now. Um, and uh, did a little more digging into it. And it's so strictly legally speaking, in order to shoplift, you have to have intent. You have to intend to steal the thing, you know, accidentally have it in your pocket or, you know, forgetting to scan it. That's not, there's no intent there. And, um, it's, you know, if somebody from the store would stop you and say, Hey, you didn't pay for that. And you ran off or whatever. 
then you showed your intent then. But I don't think that's what's going on here. This is uh, sort of a strange situation in that it seems like the stores are stopping the people and then they bring them back into the back room and get them to sign this waiver, basically admitting guilt, uh, just so that they then they get a citation so they can leave. And uh, that seems to be what's happening from what I've read uh, after reading that initial article about it. Well, obviously, some people are going to be bullshitting. There are some people that are like, ah, I'll just pretend I've scanned this. I've thought about doing it, but it's not even, I don't know if it's my conscience that gets the better of me. I think I'm just the guys, uh, I'm going to get called. Somebody's going to stop me. I'm going to fucking, I'm not doing that for this, you know, beach ball. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I don't do it. And I, generally speaking, I'm a fairly honest person. But if they allow people to get away with this, let's say you, if you have 10 items, you're allowed to miss one. Like, wouldn't everybody just start doing that and just claim ignorance? Well, yeah, I guess that's the uh, that's the argument. Again, I said you have to show intent, right? So uh, how are you going to say, well, you intended to steal that? You have to look at the tape, you know, maybe like see the person grab the item, you know, kind of think about putting it on the scanner and you know, look around a little bit and then put it down somewhere, you know, put it in the bag. I think grocery stores are going to start hiring intent arbitrators and be like mm, i don't know i i can tell intent from a mile away this looks very intentional <laughs> yeah i mean how do you show something like that right how do you tell the difference between somebody who's trying to take something and somebody who accidentally did it that's right yeah well because i would say the criminal is going to be better at just poker facing it and doing it on purpose and i i don't know like if i miss it i miss it i mean i'm i I can imagine it's had to have happened inadvertently. And I know that they have the cameras like right on there and there's dudes that sit in the back and just stare at those things every time people go through. And I know, and I know I'm such a nervous Nelly. I know I look like a shady motherfucker when I'm checking out. Cause I'm always like, Ooh, boop. <laughs> I, <laughs> I over-exaggerate all my movements, but I also don't trust the people at the real registers to be as efficient as me. So I always go to self-checkout. Um, should there be a rule? I don't this. The problem I have with this is that people that work at the stores are legitimately trained and paid by the hour to be trained to operate these machines. And then all of a sudden Walmart out of nowhere was just like, do it damn self. Good luck. <laughs> See you later. Like, so considering, so should the self checkouts, I know this is an illegal question. Should they be discounted and because you're the one doing the work and if they are discounted then you should be held accountable because I, what my point is is like you're not trained on this machine so therefore if you make a mistake there should be a grace on it i don't know i mean i think that if you're not smart enough to use the self-checkout machine you probably shouldn't have been able to drive yourself to the walmart in the first place that that thing that what he said yeah all of that <laughs> here well, here's the problem i have with it is that and you would mentioned this earlier that they're taking people to the back and having them sign a waiver okay could you mm -hmm. later on then claim like i had no idea what they had me signing like I, I wasn't they didn't make it crystal clear it was basically that it wasn't uh explained to me in a fact in fact matter of fact situation that i was admitting that i stole it was basically just you know i don't know sign this blah 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 and that's that's that well it, it, that's a really sort of uh fact by or i guess case care case by case basis. I mean, uh, if you sign something, it's presumed that you understood what you were signing. Uh, you could show that you were under duress or 
uh, they uh, lied to you, you send to influence, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of, it's, it's just like a contract. Yeah. You, know, you get out of the contract, somebody lied to you about, you know, it's in there. Does the same intent, does the same intention uh, type of argument or debate or I guess like scale work with uh, counterfeit money? Well, would you, oh, so you, so you, you inadvertently you, had counterfeit money in your wallet and yeah. tried to use it? Yeah. Uh, you know, because see, there, there are some crimes that are uh, uh, not intent based. I mean, usually criminal activities is intent based. We don't want to punish people criminally for something that they did by mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what civil court's for. But uh, certain crimes, like drug possession, for instance, is not intent-based. You had drugs on you, it doesn't matter if you knew you had them, didn't know you had them, they're on you, you're guilty of possession. Um, but there, that charge is just possession, right? So I, I guess maybe trying to use the counterfeit money, if you knew, if they could prove that you knew it was counterfeit, mm-hmm. right? Like somebody says, oh, that's counterfeit, and you're like, oh, give me that, and you go to another store and try to use it. Okay, then, then, yeah, sure. But if you just happen to have it and try to use it, and you didn't know it was counterfeit, I would say no. And, oh, and with that said, because like you thought you had, let's say it was a, let's say it was a hundred dollar bill. We'll just so you're out a hundred dollars no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like where where did you get that hundred dollar yes. bill from? You got to go back to where you, you got can, that hundred from. Yeah, so like you can go back to like a bank or something if you got it from a bank, but yeah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> God, God, that sucks. Blackjack so table. Bad. Blackjack table in, in Delaware. <laughs> da, da, Dover that Downs. Happen either. <laughs> I got it from the guy. We were shooting uh, dice down on the corner. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seemed legit. So, what do these people uh, potentially face uh, in the courtroom? Like, what what kind of court are they going to go to? Are they going to have a? Is it going to be a jury? They're going to be standing in front of a judge, and then um, if they are to talk their way out of any kind of citation, like, how do they do it? Well, you know, it's interesting So uh, that you sent me this story because about uh, a month ago, I uh, handled and won my one and only criminal case as a lawyer. Ooh, um, nice. helped, a, helped, a, helped a buddy out, helped a buddy out, did him a solid. And anyway, so I was sitting in the courtroom and there was another case going on. And it was a public defender up there. And she had this guy and uh, I guess he was at a, a store where they have the, the food out and you get weighed by the pound and all that. And um, they arrested him and charged him with stealing it uh, before he even left the store. And she was trying to get the case dismissed. I'm like, oh, yeah, right? I mean, he didn't even leave the store with it, right? I mean, how are they going to show that he intended to steal it? He hadn't left the store. And they didn't dismiss the charges. So they pl- then they pled down to a, you know, basically like a probation that gets dismissed after a certain amount of time if you don't do anything at all. Wow. Well, what, okay. How about this one? Asking for a friend. What if you have uh, a hand of bananas and you gently pull up on the bananas while you're weighing them on the machine, but you're really good at it where you can kind of static hold it with taking just a few, uh, uh, you know, maybe an ounce or two off of there. Like, a, well, is that, is that a crime? Like uh, some Indiana Jones uh, type stuff where you're switching the, the, the idol for the, no, the you, sandbag. Yeah. You're you know? legitimately weighing the item, but you're also gently pulling up on the item as it's weighed until it balances perfectly, sort of in the air, but still touching, making a, I don't know, a pound and a half of bananas uh, look like about a pound of bananas. Well, then you stole a half or a half pound of bananas. Mm. 
Yeah. I know. I just, a friend of mine still has. <laughs> I think every time he weighed them for the last <laughs> 10 years. I think I got a good idea about uh, the legal ramifications of this person in, in the story. Uh, she gets, you know, tried and found guilty. Community service. She has to work at that store and do checkout. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Like, I should be in fucking fuck, college, I, might, dude. I, I might just be like, you know what? Send me to fucking six weeks of jail or whatever. <laughs> that, that sounds better than fucking cashiering at Walmart. Make sure you go down her lane. You get a few things for free. That's right. That's right. <laughs> These are organic? Yep. All right. Not today. Regular. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to the great state of Missouri. Now, this one we're going to need, I think, a lot of counsel on because a woman says she caught std in a car and the auto insurance policy is going to have to pay out 5.2 million dollars so uh, in kansas city missouri uh, the court of appeals has affirmed that an insurance company must pay 5.2 million dollars in settlement granted to a jackson county woman who claims she unwittingly caught a sexually transmitted disease from her former romantic partner in his car in an opinion issued uh the three judge panel found that the da 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 the geico um, they're going to have to pay this cash. I don't understand how she caught an STD. According mm. to the court papers, the woman identified as whatever, um, monetary damages for catching HPV, the human papilloma virus, um, from an insured member in his automobile. She contended that the man caused her to be infected with the STD, despite being aware of his condition and risks of unprotected sex. I, you're gonna have to explain this to me. Can you give Can you give us the Cliff's notes and why Geico has to pay for an STD? Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> uh, this is kind of similar to what I do a bit, um, and I can tell you that you do STD law. Wow. Yeah, I do. That's, I, that's my specialty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. STS Squire. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like. Um, no, wait. Maybe. Uh, well, I'll work on it. I'm workshopping. I'm gotcha. Workshopping. Anyway, um, so all right, let me start at the beginning. When uh, you get sued, the guy got sued for giving the woman the STD in his car. He got sued, and what happens is when you get sued, you put your insurance, any insurance you might have on notice. You tell them, I got sued, right? So Geico knows, oh, this guy uh, whose car we insure got sued, and they said, no, we're not paying to, we're not going to cover you. We're not going to settle your case. We're not going to pay for your attorney. You're not going to do that sort of stuff. Like insurance would normally do if you like got in a car accident, right? And got sued. So then separately, the, the man who gave the woman the STD and the woman went to an arbitration. The arbitrator awarded this 5.2 million. Now the guy's on the hook for 5.2 million. And then after that, there's another lawsuit that basically says that Geico has to cover this guy for giving this woman the STD. And now Geico is on the hook for the 5.2 million. Okay, pause for just one second here, because I think it just all clicked in my head. And the reason I was so confused reading the story is, so they actually had sex, but they had sex in the car. Correct. And so she caught an STD from him, but where they did the deed was in his automobile. And so that is why she's able to sue his auto insurance company for a sexually transmitted disease. Well, she technically sues him. And then his auto insurance company says okay we're going to cover you you know we're going to defend you we're going to pay for it so if you get in a car accident right and you get sued your insurance pays for your lawyer they pay to settle the case or any verdict or whatever right 
And the thing that's going on here is uh, it's really an insurance coverage dispute. I mean, it's like a sexy issue, but a boring sort of legal <clears throat> issue. It's whether this insurance policy says that it would cover giving somebody an STD inside your car. It makes sense. I right? get it. Yeah. So if you have a homeowner's policy, I think this is the easiest way to think of it. You have a homeowner's policy and something happens to somebody while they're in your home. Oftentimes the homeowner's policy will cover you. I've defended lots of people who got in fights with their neighbors under their homeowner's policy. Like their insurance company hires me to defend them. Similar sort of thing here. It just happens to be in a car instead of in a home. I just, I, I guess, I, I mean, I guess I just can't wrap my head around the fact that this isn't a, it's, it's not, an, it's not a motor vehicle, like incident. You know what I mean? Like it just happens to be like the housing compartment that they utilize to do some dirty, nasty shit. Yeah. And then, and, and right. so just because they were in the proximity of this thing, this object that has an insurance policy on it, that that company, like, I almost feel like, believe me, I've never felt bad for an insurance company in my life, but <laughs> somehow I feel kind of bad for Geico. Yeah, I think you kind of have to, right? I mean, but what, now, granted, I didn't read the entire insurance policy for this, but what had to have happened was that the court looked at the policy and the way you interpret an insurance policy and one, I will say that courts always uh, try to give the person coverage. You have to interpret it broadly. So if you want to exclude something on an insurance policy, you got to be really explicit about it. You got to be really careful about how you word things to make it, you don't want to make it too broad or else stuff like this happens. And I think that's what happened here is that the wording in the policy was just too broad. And said, well, you know, if you read that, that covers this. I mean, it doesn't say, you know, inflicted uh, by the automobile itself or something like that. It's just... I think it said uh, something like, I can pull it up here, but. Uh, well, that's just a rid- ridiculous because like millions of Americans have this. Okay. Like acquired and, some kind of injury, but it's not specific. It's <clears throat> not like, hey, you know, got broke your leg in a fucking T-bone accident. No, it's just like, oh, she did kind of acquire something. <laughs> and it didn't I mean, hurt. And well, I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest. Like. I, this can be a little graphic, but I thought maybe he spilled some mayo on the passenger seat. Yeah, it's just some toxic, like some super toxic sperm, and she fucking rubbed up against it with a short skirt or something like that. So. Yeah, that's honestly 100% what I thought happened. And because it was a part of the car at the time. Who's the, he, he, big. I think, uh, where did you say, Cavert? You said it's, uh, it's a really boring issue, but like a sexy headline. And that's exactly what the fuck it is. Like, yeah. Is boring as shit. But now that we know exactly how it happened, so it's, it's just it, it was the way they worded it. They got us. In comes yeah. my my middle class question. So does the guy's premiums go up after this or <laughs> that motherfucker's dropped, bro? <laughs> yeah. He better call the general. <laughs> it's a fucking rap at Geico. It's over. <laughs> I'll answer that one for you. <laughs> Whoa. You're- you ever give somebody HPV in the back of your seat of your car? Call the general. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like the, uh, you know, there's the, like the progressive things that like track how you drive. You know, they, they track like if this guy's having unprotected sex or not, it spits condoms out at him anytime a woman gets in the car. Mm. <laughs> but, like, okay. Yeah, Wes. I was going to say, like, I just looked up how many millions of Americans have this very common thing, and she, 5.2 million? Damn. Yeah. Her lawyer's good. Yeah. Damn straight, man, because the, how does she specifically know? It's her boyfriend. I'm assuming this ain't their first rodeo. 
So how does she know that it was contracted specifically in the car? Yeah, that 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 one was pretty interesting to me. Um, there's no way you could actually prove that. I find the whole thing kind of. I don't know. Maybe hold on. I got a theory. Maybe she's okay. a porn star and she gets tested like weekly hmm. because that's that's a thing. That's yeah. a, a or maybe he can only get aroused inside of a yeah. automobile. She, test, she tested fucking you know before going on set. Right, good to go. Went shagged in the fucking Honda. Bam, HPV. This happened in in Jackson County, Missouri. Now I know we live in 2022, and and porn doesn't necessarily need to be shot in Los Angeles, but uh, I don't know. I'm not sure <laughs> recognizing Jackson County, Missouri as a hotbed for porn, but it could be plausible. You don't, you don't sure. know how cheap <laughs> the film industry is in fucking Missouri. Yeah, right? it's like uh, it's like a Hollywood. They always go up to like Vancouver, right? You know, the porn right. industry, they go out to Jackson County, Missouri. <laughs> You're right. You're right. They have loose uh, insurance laws there for porn shooting. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we know that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So any chance of appeals or anything like that? I mean, I guess there's always a chance of appeals and everything, but uh, is this going to stick? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely uh, they're going to they're going to pursue this. They, they, you know, there's one thing that um, now this one, insurance this, company this one, or, in, this or industry burn. folks hate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they hate getting bad precedent, right? Because now, in the future, it's like, well, what, what, isn't, every what other, isn't covered, right? Yeah, every <laughs> other dick bag gets to be like, "Hey, fucking Geico suckers, they yeah, fucking yeah. did it, so pay me." Is, is having <laughs> is having sex in a, in a car illegal if you're caught? Just flat out fornication. It depends, and, on, it, it depends on where the car is parked, right? They, they could, how about a, a driveway, not in a garage, but a driveway. Uh, is it your house? Uh, sure. I was going to say, can it be? Can it be seen from the street? Yeah, I mean, walking by. I, mm. I suppose. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's actually a good question. I think that's more of a probably more of a state by state. Okay. Well, I know. I know that you're not required to have any kind of curtains or blinds covering your windows. So if you walk around naked in your house and someone sees you, that's on them and not on you. And when I drive to the Sours and uh, pass your house, I really don't appreciate that, that, that law. <laughs> I almost ran off the road last time. So, uh, yeah, you can see that thing from a distance, baby. I'm <laughs> proud of that. All right. And our last story tonight. And now, this does come from across the pond, but I feel like it's slightly universal. A British court has ruled that calling a man bald is a form of sexual harassment. Since hair loss is more common amongst men than women, the three-judge panel opined that calling a man bald in the workplace is a form of discrimination comparable to commenting on the size of a woman's breast. The judges made the ruling in a case involving a seasoned electrician, yada, yada, yada. Um, He'd been working as a manufacturer for 24 years when he was fired in May. And uh, basically, I guess they were sitting down. They were having the conversation about him losing his job and he described him as you're just an old bald man blah 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 so he took it to court and he won so would this fly in an american court i feel like bald is the last physical ailment that is a fair game for the world to mock uh you can't fat shame anymore um you can't body shame in any capacity except for the loss of a man's hair. So would this now would this fly in any other way in America besides sexual discrimination or could it fly as sexual discrimination in America? 
You know, I, I think that there's, well, if this was America, I think there'd have to be a little more going on here than just one isolated comment. I mean, so uh, I don't know if you guys do it your jobs, but every year at my job, I have to watch the workplace sexual harassment training video and <laughs> take a little are, quiz and all that stuff. Those, right? those are the fucking worst. Hey, Jane, <laughs> would you like to go out for dinner? No. <laughs> hey, Jane, would you like to come back to my place and have sex? No. <laughs> Which one was Every appropriate? Time I in my car. <laughs> we'll just park oh. in the driveway. This is my least STD record clean. You can have sex in my car. Um, but did, so uh, to answer your question, so you know, in America we have two kinds of sexual harassment. One's quid quid pro quo, something for something. So that's not that's not applicable. The other kind is a hostile work environment. And usually with that, you have to show that there's some sort of pervasive atmosphere of harassment, right? Um, so I think that maybe like one isolated comment, particularly when it's about baldness, which is sort of a gray area in the sexual harassment thing, uh, uh, I don't think that would be enough. I think there's probably more going on here and maybe news people are just grabbing the headline or maybe they just do things really weird over in the UK and don't like being called baldies. I don't know. Yeah. Uh... I don't know any. I mean, I'm not obviously a, a, a lawyer, uh, but I do know that I watch a lot of English things, and I have learned through watching lots of English things that they do. They will fucking prosecute your ass, prosecute your ass for saying literally anything. Uh, like at soccer games, like motherfucker didn't even say anything. He threw a banana peel at a black player. Fucking charged. Mm-hmm. Like they they do not fuck around with shit like that. So it is not surprising that somebody was like, yeah, you can't be calling baldies baldies. It's fucking rude. <laughs> yeah. Look well, at him. You're it, emasculating him. He's already, think, he already has no hair. <laughs> I think too, the thing that we all forget here in America is that other countries don't have uh, that thing that we like to call freedom of speech. Like, even yeah. though they're a very like, you know, modern society, like speech is not protected in, in like the UK and Canada and places like that. So, Maybe it holds a little more weight when it's "quote unquote" offensive to the individual. Yeah, but it's not that it's not protected. It's just that they were like, they've decided as a society they're like, don't be a fucking dick, don't call people the n word. It's fucking rude. Well, like, I think that's that's the difference here saying? though. Is like e- even bad speech is protected in America. So if if you're if you say something nasty to somebody, like you can't go to jail for it. You're just yeah. you're you're a dick. You- but you can call him like a cocksucker or a cunt. They can call him a cunt all day. You just can't be fucking, you know, throwing around hate words. I, I, I'd like to see what the judge looked like in this case, right? I no, mean, they had wigs. They definitely yeah, had wigs. I know, but like underneath, like, right? I mean, is he bald? Is he? Oh, uh, true. Yeah. I see. Good point. I mean, at least one of them is, right? That's yeah. got like the statistics. I don't know what the statistics are. I'm just fucking making them up at this point. But one of them motherfuckers is bald. But, you know, I, I think the interesting thing about this is that they said that it could be harassment because it's a predominantly male affliction. First of all, there are, there are women who go bald. There are plenty of women who go bald, right? I, yeah, I think, but not, I, I would say, I mean, I, I don't have like any, you know, science in front of me or anything. But like I would say out of 100, like you're going to get 50 men and one woman. Okay. Well, there. it's not like there's two bold women in the world, right? No. So I, I find that to be a bit sexist, right? <laughs> that, that whole idea. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can play around with this all day, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. 
you know, just stereotyping what sort of uh, comments about somebody are appropriate or inappropriate just because of their gender or anything like that. Well, as a bald man myself, <laughs> all I can say is I do find a lot of these commercials hurtful and painful. <laughs> You're bald? Yeah, well, yes. As a matter of fact, I mean, I'm not like cue ball bald, but I am. I'm the, okay. Here you go. When people see my head, they're like, dude, why you shave your head? You just let it grow out. I'm like, no, because I'm the guy that if he let his hair grow out, you'd be like, ah, man, you should shave your head. It's a catch 22. <laughs> I can't win. But it see, it's funny though that it seems like uh, baldness is like the only like non-medically threatening ailment that someone can suffer now that you can be shamed for like there is a multi-billion dollar market like you've got that keeps place uh online now where you can like talk to a doctor online and they'll prescribe you like hair growing medication uh the rogaine industry's been out there forever i i gotta watch all of these uh, hispanic barbers do really cool fucking fade jobs that i'm not allowed to have anymore it's fucking offensive so I understand, and I'm glad this man won his case. It's offensive. <laughs> all right, all right. I got a hypothetical for you. What right. if, uh, what if it was an older guy had uh, erectile dysfunction? You called him a limp dick motherfucker or something like that. Mm. That's um, just funny. I don't know. Right? I think funny. sexual funny. Harass- sexual harassment. Sexual- that making, is making fun of a predominantly male problem, right? It's a sexual sure. nature. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, you're probably sooner or later. Yeah, that's, gonna that's fair, because yeah. if I was like, damn it, Sandy, you got this dry ass vagina, I would definitely get fired. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Or all right. All right. All right. Another one. All right. So remember the guy in fight? You remember the guy in Fight Club, Bob, who had the, the, the tits? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Meatloaf. God so rest it, soul. Oh, yeah. Meatloaf. Yeah. All right. So is it OK to make fun of him because he's a man with a predominantly female condition? It was like kind of the opposite of this whole bald scenario. Like, oh, well, men don't have that, so I can make fun of that. I think it's hilarious. a predominantly male condition. I think hilarious trumps. Yeah, yeah, because they're an anomaly. Yes, because they're an anomaly, you're not necessarily, it's not sexual in nature because you're calling out the anomaly on that person. Yeah. So it's not sexual. I was told by a stripper in Atlantic City that I had a juicy cock. I don't even know what the hell that means. <laughs> <laughs> That's sexist, that means, if you that, ask me. That, that means you're probably, your bank account's $200 shorter. I was going to say, you might have on yourself. I thought I've said that in the show before. Oh, whatever. Long time ago. Long nope. time ago. It's like over 10 years ago. My oh. pants were on. My pants were on, so there's no way she would have really known if I had a yeah. voice or, you know. Good, good for you then, bud. <laughs> And on that note, I believe that wraps up asking for a friend. And by the way, before you came on, we were, in fact, uh, singing your praises there, Mr. Calvert, because what we don't understand is how fucked up our lifestyles were, especially in our youth. And we ended up here and you ended up there. And we're just uh, we're continuously impressed with your um, your ability to succeed through debauchery. So well done, sir. That's uh, that's that's very nice. You just say thank you. Guys. I think Alan said people with people with that high a GPA suffered and didn't have any fun. Something like that. What was it? <laughs> no, I didn't. They didn't have any fun. I said that most of them just you know didn't get to enjoy it to the extent that maybe you and I did. Right. Oh my my GPA was terrible. <laughs> yeah. See, 
Not a 4.0, you fucking yeah. liars. It was, only, it was only after college. Well, high school was great. College was terrible. Yeah, and, high school. Uh, high school. I got it together in law school. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to get it together in law school or you don't become a lawyer. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Kind of put my back against the wall there. Yeah. <laughs> I know how that shit works. <laughs> Well, for all you listeners out there asking for a friend, Adam comes on about every four to six weeks. If you have any legal inquiries, questions, or just want to figure out how the hell you need to get out of some sort of insurance scam, if you gave some woman uh, itchy scratchy in the back of your Toyota Camry, <laughs> let us know. We'll help you out. Asking for a friend, Adam, as always, we appreciate it. Oh, shit, itchy scratchy forever. <laughs> He'll get you out of that one, too. He knows the guy. He's got cream. We are doctors. But we'd love to take a look at some more of the middle class holes. Well, thank you, Adam. Uh, middle class holes back at you asking for a friend. Uh, fun as always. I, I enjoy him uh, coming on. We got to do that a little more often. We got to get some people. Once we get a goddamn following, they need to say, like, hey, man, look, uh, that uh, that STD in the car in uh, Jackson, Missouri inspired <laughs> me. And uh, I, I need to, under the radar, asking for a friend. I have a question for you. And it, it, made, it doesn't need to be legal, you know? I cheated on my wife. Only three to five more years, and we should be good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I challenge people to take instances from their youth, whether they caught caught or didn't get caught, and figure out what the legal ramifications would have been. I mean, that's generally our live stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that segues into one of our other favorite bits, Fun Fact Friday. That's right, my friends. Time to learn yourself some useless knowledge. Time for some fun facts brought to you by, of course, the Shin Splints Recovery Group. If you have some pain below that knee and above that ankle and you want some like-minded morons to just share in your misery and just your current dilemma, find the Shin Splints Recovery Group right now on Facebook. Let's get to it. O-M-G. Facts. Did you know? Combined, American children spend 6.3 billion hours a year coloring with crayons. Damn. That's crazy. I know it's a similar number to American males, or not even males, excuse me. Previously, we talked about predominantly American people on fantasy football. Uh, But, you know, so I think if you get a collective group doing one thing like that, you're going to get billions upon billions of hours. Yeah, that's true. It's just, but you would think that, I don't know, all of the things from like bygone eras that have just gone away, you know? Yeah. Crayons still still stand firm. And you and by the way, Crayola, just as a parent, you know, that has been cheap and bought like the, you know, the Rayola crayons just to, <laughs> yeah. just, just to save a couple nickels. There is an extreme difference. Quality. The quality of a Crayola crayon is absolutely superior to any other waxy fucking coloring product that exists in the world so you said 6.3 billion coloring right 6.3 billion hours a year coloring what do you think the uh, tally is on eating said crowns by the kids a couple hundred i honestly believe that crayola <laughs> has reformulated their crayons because one they're smoother and two they don't have that scent because mm. scent smell makes you want to taste it right right 
And there used to be like this musty. Does that make sense? Like this musty odor that came from the box. <laughs> Are you making? Is this like another like? If I could have done it all over again, I wouldn't eat in crowns. Is <laughs> that now you're making a well, case for? Well, they were so decadent. They smelled so all, lovely. They smelled so lovely. I, I don't even know what the product you're talking about is because they're called crayons. They're not called that, crowns. That, that's fucking facts. Crayons. I was. I, I roll over the Y in it. Crayons. Now you're not the only one. It's, it's not just the you thing. Crayon. 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 Pe- crayon. People crayon. like you need to learn how to enunciate. Yeah, it bothers me. <laughs> what do you mean, people like me? What do you? <laughs> you say crowns? There's crowns are something to go on your fucking head. Crayon. Not with. Okay. How many fucking? Okay, Mer, continue. About you. About you telling us how you ate crayon, crayons as a youth. There you go. Go. You know what's odd about that statement is the only reason I ever snip the tip off of a crayon mm-hmm. is because I heard people talking about like, oh, that kid's a moron. He eats crayons. I'm like, oh, well, maybe maybe they're delicious. Maybe he's on to something. <laughs> so I was like, let me try one. And then I'm like, this is terrible. And I spit it out. Uh, the glue, same deal. Smells like peppermint. Maybe it is delicious. I tried it. It's actually not bad. I was going to say, so I, I definitely gave a, uh, a teeny tiny snippet of a crayon once uh, and spat it out, but I never, never dabbled in the glue game. I just yeah. tasted the glue. The glue actually tasted like the paste, not the glue. You know, like kids today probably don't even know what the paste actually is, but like it had like a, like a minty, almost like a winter greeny kind of smell. And then it kind of had that taste too, but it was, it was a very, terrible consistency so i wouldn't recommend that it's like cottage it was like a like a runny cottage cheese that was the that was the text yeah, this guy said three six remember that let's talk about eating paste <laughs> fucking guy. this wasn't a compulsion this was a curiosity based on it's kind of like uh, the tide pod challenge that we were talking about a couple weeks ago like where how many people actually ate them and then the people that did eat them did they eat them because it was the challenge or did they eat them because the night nightly news talked about it? The only reason I ever ate any glue was because you the, in the movies that was like, yeah, that kid's got something wrong with him. I saw me in a jar of paste the other day. I'm like, Ooh, well, I try some paste. Maybe it's good. Same thing. Dick. I think it's even weirder that you saw like a film where they were definitely <laughs> like, look at the fucking weird kid eating paste. And you were like, I'm going to try paste. Paste that sounds like a good idea. Like it did not even fucking register that you're now the weird kid. <laughs> East I don't say crowns. All That's right? fair. Fair. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> did you know Minnesota has ninety thousand miles of shoreline more than California, Florida, and Hawaii combined? I did know that. That I did know. I thought, and I actually, I thought it was Alaska. Was the uh, was the third one, Florida and California? But maybe, maybe I was wrong about that. But Hawaii, well, I mean, sure Alaska has the most coastline of any U.S. state. Yes, but this has more than those three states combined, and it's yeah. all what it's a, was it the land of a thousand lakes? That's Minnesota. Ten thousand. Yeah. Ten thousand lakes. I Holy shit! Yeah, when you fly into Minneapolis, uh, take a gander down. It's fucking wild. Jesus. Yeah, it doesn't look like people live there because it's just water. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of wild. It's, it's uh, pretty cool. And it's, I mean, it, 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 you think about square mileage of the state, you're talking about what, probably the fifth 
largest state in the in the union. So you have Alaska, Texas, California. Uh, probably, I would say Florida has a uh, more square mileage. And then yeah, after that, it's it's a toss up. Minnesota, right? yeah, would be my guess. Well, they may they may fall shy of like, like New Mexico. I don't know. There's big square states down in the southwest. Those fuckers yeah. are those fuckers are big. Alaska, Texas, California, Montana, New Mexico. This is the top ten, just so you know. Yeah, Alaska, Texas, California, Montana, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado, Oregon, and Wyoming. Oh, they're not even the top ten. Wow. Those are the top ten. Oregon has more square miles than Minnesota. I guess it's just because it's 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 also long. You know, it's just, yeah, really yeah. It's, that doesn't mean it's deceiving. It's, thin, but... it's deceiving. Yeah. Also, yeah, with it, all that water, there's no land. So, yeah. it, but it's also bullshit because it's like ninety thousand miles of shoreline that you will not enjoy because right. it's four degrees outside and your balls will freeze if you try yeah. to get in that water. <laughs> ninety thousand miles of fucking lake, fucking grime water. Have fun. Well, it also and, it does border uh, uh, Superior for a hot minute. Yeah. yeah, get fucking go swimming and get like touched by fucking seaweed and feel like you're about to get drowned by a sea monster. <laughs> it's great, the- great lakes are great. <laughs> uh, I hate lakes, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm totally on board with you. We've talked about of- this lake fear that you guys have. I don't know, you guys. Oh. oh. We can categorize the fears. I mean, there's an ocean yeah, fear. Whatever. I, fuck a river. Yeah, uh, I don't fuck with oceans. Uh, I mean, yeah, fuck a river, generally speaking. But like, they're, they they intrigue me. Yeah, and 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 by the way, and fuck a bay too. Like, I mean, that's where that's where everything that I fear from the ocean goes to die and rot on the sea on the floor. And then we eat it, the sweet sweet nectar of it, which is crabs. Yes. Yeah. And paste. <laughs> and bad paste. <laughs> Did you know tipping is actively discouraged in New Zealand, Singapore, Thailand, and Japan? Tipping. They just want you to put the whole thing in, right? <laughs> Not that juicy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I... Okay, I hate, I don't mind tipping, but no, tipping is a, it, it discourages me from going out and doing certain things because then there becomes, I don't like politics. Okay. And that, I fear going to like India or any of these like Middle Eastern countries where you have to like, how much is this? Oh, my friend, for you, a uh, hundred dollars. Like, how about 20? How about 50? How about 30? How about four? And I'm like, fuck, just how much does it fucking cost? I don't want to negotiate in any capacity. So when it comes to like a waiter or a waitress, I don't want to have to do math based on their level of service either. Yeah. I just don't like it. Right. I can't, right. can't deal with right. it. I guess that's move, fine. Move to Singapore, bro. You'll yeah. enjoy it. And I was like, yeah, they, you can't even like smoke cigarettes there. You get your hand chopped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Singapore's yeah. rough. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I will fucking straight up not. Well, not 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 tip you, but I will fucking bust you down to ten percent of your trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it takes a lot. I'm not just an easy. Like I don't do it. Like I've fucking been a waiter. It sucks. God, God bless you all. Um, but yeah, no, I like I tried. I'm fine with it. But I've also been to Europe and been like, this is sweet. I can just pay that. This person is being paid. A decent wage. Yeah, don't don't a lot of those those places, and I don't know about these countries in, included, but I do know there's some places in Europe where 
they pay a fairly decent hourly rate, so you don't have to do that. You're just yeah. paying for the food That's... and the service is, is, is good. Now, I don't know about, you yeah. said New Zealand, Singapore, Japan, and uh, Thailand. Thailand. So, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if that's the case in those countries. I have heard about certain pockets in France uh, do that. That are, that's kind of a a neat thing. Uh, I don't know how you categorize it as neat. Yeah. I know as a tourist, uh, sometimes it's nice so you're not having to dick around with conversion rates and figuring out, you know, oh, what do I owe? What do I owe? Um, but you know, it's uh, it is a whole a whole weird thing. <laughs> and to back up what you what you had said, Alan, I think, yeah, you should never not tip. Uh, I've heard, and someone said, unless it's like absolutely atrocious, unless there's things like, you know, uh, you know, some, just some catastrophic thing happened, you should tip and then complain to management. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know what the hell happened. This surfer is terrible or this was, this happened because you're not quite sure. There could be miscommunication. Someone from the the front may not have told the server until later on. Oh, that's your table is shit. Yada, yada, yada. But, um, yeah, man, it's like I'd say more often than not, it's just customers being dicks. Well, I know at least once I have tips and I wrote it very prominent zero dollars and zero cents. I were Marie and I went out to dinner and we didn't get to go out that often. We ordered steaks. We were sitting there. Our fucking waiter never fucking checked on us. Never got our steaks. Then he comes by with, finally, and I mean, I was doing like this shit every time, never fucking calls attention. He comes by with that little like uh, that little movie theater vacuum cleaner thing, you know, a little dust buster looking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And and he's like, oh, you know, uh, we're going to be closing here soon. I was like, are we going to get our food anytime soon then? He's like, oh, I thought I brought you that. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> then he brought it and it had been sitting under the heat lamp for like 30 minutes. And then he had to refire it. Then charge me full price for the meal, and I'm like, "Fuck you, yeah. Holmes." Yeah, that that deserves. Uh, it seems fair. That deserves a zero yeah. dot zero zero. I agree with that one. Okay, thank you. Yep. Did you know the lethal dose of caffeine for humans is ten grams, or about a hundred cups of coffee consumed in four hours? A hundred cups consumed in four hours. Hold on, I'm going to do the uh, do the math on this. So what's a cup? Is a cup eight ounces? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, I was just going to do... Hold on. I mean, unless you're at, like, the Waffle House, where it's, like, three and a half ounces. So... In the the thickest ceramic cup you could fucking ever own. Yeah, that's true. So you're looking at, a yeah, a cup every 2.4 minutes. If you're doing 100 cups in four hours? Yeah, yeah. So... Alan, here's Jesus. another instance. <laughs> Your fucking tongue would be nothing. <laughs> well, you don't have nice to get it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be hot. I, I suppose yeah. maybe that's maybe that's the reason. Like maybe that's why they serve it <laughs> hot, so you can't hood day. Yeah. You can't. You can't tell me that party doesn't want to try this. <laughs> like a like a nice tub of glue. Throw some paste in there. <laughs> But the, fuck some the, pace and fuck the creamer. Start with the crayon. <laughs> fuck the creamer. Start with the crown. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys. Damn it. We're done. We're done with that. No more. I'm I'll, pretty sure Kelly says it that way too. And I still, I shit on her too. I'll edit it Dude. out from every show from here on out. <laughs> I got to say too, man, like uh, if you go to Starbucks ever, I do think Starbucks has the most bold uh, coffee that you can get. Get the, the nitro the nitro brew, cold brew coffee. Mm, okay. 
that shit will rattle your bones. I don't know how much. I don't think it takes a hundred cups of that shit. I think it's about ten because I'm not susceptible to caffeine like most people are. Mm-hmm. Dude, that shit will fucking. I'm a crack addict for like thirty minutes, and then all of a sudden, I just I just need to sleep on a dirt floor somewhere like a crack addict. <laughs> That's I I have had a couple instances where. Uh, I th- some of the homebrew stuff that I do, especially if like I, I get no breakfast, so I wake up and have a cup, <clears throat> and I'm driving in to work and have one of those like uh, uh, Yetis with you know like twenty ounces, and I'm I'm flying through it, and, you know, listening to some Wu Tang or something, and yeah, by the time I get like five minutes from from, it's about a thirty minute drive. I'm like five minutes out, and like, woo, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> I gotta get some food. Daddy's going to be rolling in here, yip-yapping, a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Silly. I don't drink coffee. So. Oh, yeah. I forget. I keep forgetting that. Weird. I, I have I been like it makes It's the one thing that makes me feel like a leper. Like, people are like, fuck's wrong with you? And I'm nah, like, I don't man. know. I don't need drugs to fucking live my life. <laughs> yeah, I've, um, I've converted a little bit to uh, hot tea in the morning. Yeah. A little hot tea with some uh, lemon and honey. Anything, but I will drink tea because I like it better than coffee. But the reasoning isn't what you think. It's because, like, when I get to work, I get so busy, I forget that I've got a full cup of coffee, and then it gets cold. And cold, previously hot coffee is trash. So then if my Lipton hot coffee gets cold, it just tastes like iced tea. So I'm like, I can I can go either way. Yeah, yeah. You can go more than the tip. <laughs> get that old sucker in there. And finally, did you know a barren plain in South Dakota is the only place in the lower 48 states that is more than 100 miles from a McDonald's? The barren plain. Sorry, I I was. uh, One more time. Barren plain. And then I heard. uh, I I do like. And look, you're not wrong for being somewhat confused about this there's a barren plain in south dakota right yeah. so there's just a big mass of land yeah but it's the only place in the lower 48 states that is more than 100 miles from a mcdonald's mm, bam. i've been to south dakota a lot and uh i don't necessarily know if i've been to the barren plain but that that's uh, the only place more than 100 miles like christ there's some i've driven cross country okay and there's definitely murray you have too and you got to think mm-hmm. that there's some spots what in the middle of fucking nowhere texas and my uh travel somewhere in wyoming uh and i get it you you can't be on a major highway system without you know certain gas stations or or service stop areas at mileage points you know for safety reasons in case you run out of gas or you need air or whatever but uh anywhere that's the only place that's a that's hundred miles wow that's that's interesting yeah yeah oh especially knowing in in the era that we grew up, not to do this whole throwback thing again, but like I remember when I was a kid, there there weren't that many McDonald's. Like there was only one Haverty Grace was the only McDonald's like that we could go to. Yeah, Northeast. And now they're, huh? Northeast. No, but before that, because that wasn't there. When I was a kid, it was Roy Rogers was across was across the street from where McDonald's is now, where the Walmart is, and the McDonald's wasn't there yet. Oh, I forget that. Sorry. So that was the only place you could go. But now I've got like five options and I live in still, I still live in Podunk nowhere. Just a lot of McDonald's. Alan, what do you think? Huh? 
it's lucrative out there, you know. I think that's you got to put McDonald's in sparsely populated places because then people are like, "Well, we got nothing else to do. Let's eat some McDonald's." Uh, it's, I think it's a good strategy. Uh, I wonder what the life expectancy is around these these areas. <laughs> <laughs> that's really it. <laughs> well, the four people that live there, they've all made it to eighty. So solid. Man, there you go. Bad. And that, my friends, is your fun fact Friday. Oh. Those double cheeseburgers don't fucking spoil. Hell no. If you yeah. just eat double cheeseburgers, I assume you don't spoil. I haven't had McDonald's in over a year. I think you're due. Good. Get some get some coffee. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know what? Even when I was still eating McDonald's, it just still... They healthified it so much, man. I wish the McDonald's would take over the reins of like what Burger King's been doing. Burger King went the complete opposite. Like the original woke movement started with healthy eating, right? Where they forced McDonald's to put apple slices and happy meals and shit. They wouldn't let them fucking deep fry their French fries and pure beef tallow. They wouldn't let them deep fry their apple pies anymore. Uh, the chicken nuggets had to be whole like white meat, not chicken parts that are made of fucking like sweet, delicious, greasy we don't know what part of the bird it came from, fucking dark meat god man, McDonald's used to be tasty, now it's just eh, it's alright yeah now is that just McDonald's? because I feel like I stopped at a Burger King on my way down to the beach a few weeks ago and got a Whopper and that thing was still as delicious as I remember it yeah, because Burger King went the other way. Burger King went crazy, Uncle. Great, Bur- when McDonald's started like making their menu more healthy, mm-hmm. Burger King said, "Hey, you want three patties on that fucking cheese melt yeah, and five were. slices of cheese? Let's mm-hmm. do that. We'll give you ten slices. We'll create the Baconator." Yeah, <laughs> and you know, like that that mayonnaise that they use, God, no, that's not made in house. No, that's that's yeah. outsourced. And you know that thing is filled with sugar. And I just, I, I'm like, oh, man. Uh, the only thing that I would say is their fries have never really been good. That's always been Burger King's Achilles heel. Yeah. They got fries. they got better. They, like, double battered them, and they did get better. Yeah. No, see, I don't like that from a fast food fry. I think it's not, it's too much. It's just, it's just far too much. But, hey, teach their own. I think they're trash. But you're right. They went the opposite direction. They added extra patties to everything. The fucking, like, Go get a large McDonald's and then go get a large Burger King. We'll see what you get. You get like the straight up fucking like 86 ounce fucking like triple gulp from fucking, you know, 7-Eleven. And they're like, here you go. Here's a fucking here's a large fruit punch. You're like, why? 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 I, this shit doesn't even fit in a cup holder. Motherfuckers. <laughs> like, why, why are you giving me this? Yeah. My Chevy Tahoe can't even fit this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. 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 They did really go the opposite way in that regard. But I kind of appreciate it sometimes with that beverage. That's a good point. Dude, do you remember the the Big Gulp, the original Big Gulp? Sure. That was about the size of a regular large McDonald's soda. Now, yeah. this, like the ultra Big Gulp. It's like a, it's like a carafe yeah. of liquid. I used it to. I did the, you're talking about so they have like the the cardboard cups, and then the ultra big gulp is is uh, plastic because it can't yeah. the can't withstand. Yeah, I, you, yeah. I used to fill those up with Slurpee and 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 carry it like it was a uh, like I, I filled up soda. Soda, yeah. 
What did you say? 75 cents? <laughs> Something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that was back when you only had like 20 bucks. <laughs> it's, and it's right, made that man. shit last. It was like a tenth of my net worth right there on that fucking counter. And I wanted 128 <laughs> ounces of sweet Coca-Cola slushy goodness. You, you need a fucking you needed a, cheese, a cheeseburger bite. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, you, needed, God. you needed one of those. Yeah. Definitely needed like some chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We used to call ahead, man. Like if... if Let's just say me and some friends were hanging out at a certain location. We were chatting in a circle somewhere. Talking about my mom's, ba- my mom's basement? <laughs> eh, potentially. And we would, well, th- we would go inside because we didn't have cell phones. And we would call the local 7-Eleven and be like, look, we got a whole gaggle of folk coming down there. We're going we're gonna to need like 10 bacon cheeseburger bites and probably a whole pizza and a bunch of taquitos. Yeah. All the tequila. Get the fucking good ones out there. Get the fucking tacos. Get mm-hmm. the buffalo chickens out there. Yeah. Fucking don't be hitting with me with this Monterey Monterey Jack and cheese shit. No, fuck that shit. Get it I out should, of here. Just and we would take the exacto, cut it, and dump it in the roller. Just dump yeah. all everyone yeah. that you got. Let, wherever they fall, just <laughs> let it roll. And we would say, and if you haven't, change that cheese bag because we're gonna be down there in like 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> and they'd be like, all right. And we'd show up and we'd drop probably like 50 bucks on fucking like yeah. cast station food. That place sold beer too. Back when 7 Eleven yeah. used to sell beer. God, America was great. The 90s. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, Alan, tell the kiddos and the cadets where you can find the middle class holes and perhaps a 7 Eleven that sells like things like that. I think there's a 7 Eleven on Francis Avenue in Arbutus that will probably do you good <laughs> if you're in the area. Uh, but besides that, you can find us on all your favorite social media pages. We're at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the Middle Class Holes on Facebook and TikTok. And of course, you can check us out for your listening pleasure on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And please don't forget to email us at tickleourtummies at gmail.com. That's right. right. Do we got emails this week? I don't, we bl- I don't believe we do because I put I set my notifications up yeah. and uh, I'm not seeing it. That's okay. Hey, folks, you know, hit us up. Hit us up when you you know when you get a chance. If you have busy lives, you're, you're stuffing your face with uh, taquitos and all this other good stuff. So, you know. Burger bites. Burger bites. Hit us up. Uh, shit, man. Middle of the summer. Enjoy yourselves. We'll catch you next week. Otherwise, uh, figure it out.